Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Thought we could have like a nice, you know, fade in. Hello. Hello. What up, no? Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, <laughs> a podcast. Bang, bang, bang. All right. Knocked the intro right out of the park that time. Clinkies. Clinkies. Yeah, that was a good one. Nailed it. What's up, guys? Hope everybody had a dope-ass Halloween. Yes. Yes. Hope everybody had some cool costumes and got some fun parties and mm-hmm, gave mm-hmm. out some cool candies mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. There's a funny story about Halloween in us. What? Normally, every year, you're in Tennessee for work and I'm home alone. Yep. And this year, I was in Tennessee for work and you were home alone. Yep. Except for... Uh, I don't know about um, where you guys are, but here in Kentucky, Love. they were like, you know, we're going to have really bad weather on Halloween, so we're just going to like reschedule Halloween. It's going to be fuckers moved Halloween. the 30th. I the didn't know that doing? that was a thing. I didn't know that you could do that. Who gave them the right? But I was pissed because this was going to be my first year home to give yeah. out candy because I'm usually always in work. out of the house too. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a party to go to that night. Damn. I didn't even get to hand. I got to hand out like one thing, but I was a really cool house that didn't get out candy, which I know sounds lame, but I gave out toys. I had like a whole bucket of like balloon things and and whistles and pencils and erasers. Super cool. Whatever. <laughs> I'm promoting fun, not diabetes. Sure, sure. I'd rather. Sorry, have I'm a diabetes. little stuffy right now. Yeah, lock it up. So yeah, man. But yeah, I dressed up as Tina. From Bob's Burgers. We had to go to a our friend Beth's uh, Halloween what party. What up, Beth? What up, what up, what up? But the funny thing was, it was a, her dog's birthday. And so she invited everybody to bring their dogs and have their dogs dressed up as costumes. Yep. And she was like, no, you definitely have to dress up. Guess who was the only person dressed up? You and Beth. Yeah. And then five minutes in, Beth takes her costume off. Right. That's literally yeah. the only person but in a costume. But your, your costume was lit. Yeah. With knowledge. Bang, bang, bang. No, it was it was pretty funny. What else? What else? Um, yeah, so we've this will be the third episode we've done in a minute. We've been trying to get back after it. Last episode that we did was kind of something cool. Uh, well, actually, the episode before last that we released, uh, the Russian Sleep Experiment, which we did in collaboration with Hillbilly Horror Stories. Yeah, so if you were wondering what that was about, it was uh, Hillbilly Horror Stories, another yeah. Kentucky podcast. Yeah. That's been around for a long time and has been super awesome and supportive of us um, and what helpful. Up? Asked us to record just like a scary story for like a big mashup. And it was a it cool episode, out, man. Yeah, it came out on Halloween. It's like three hours long of just a whole bunch of yeah. different podcasts telling stories. So go check that out because there's a lot of really great yeah. podcasts on there. They gave us some goals, mm-hmm. things to work towards. They were really good. I listened to it on my way to Tennessee. And Hillbilly Horror Stories is going on tour. Yeah, good for them. So if you're from around here. You and you, yeah, that's a podcast. Oh, we got tickets. We bought. I got up early oh, on yeah, Monday yeah, and got us tickets to see my favorite murder because they're coming to Louisville, and I'm so excited because that's one of my favorite podcasts. And so we're gonna get to go see that. Yeah, that's for gonna that, be so much fun. I have Kiki a cat is being dangerously close to the fucking my, mic cord right now, and she's trying to get him in my lap and, and stressing the, out the, and the fucking bulldog. Dog. Yeah, oh, she said, so, "Never mind, fuck oh, that." God. Yeah, there we go. Nice. 
Uh, let's see. What else? What are we drinking? Well, we're drinking wine. I got a shot of bourbon right behind me. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for offering me one. Well, you, you just babysit it the whole time and make funny faces. I'd I don't know what you're talking you about. Know. You're good at it sometimes. Drinking the same shit we always drink? Yep. Franz. Yep. So a thing that we're going to start doing is I'm a bartender. I have been for years. So I'm going to start making, I think we've already talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it again. I'm going to talk it into existence. Okay. Because you can always edit this out. Yeah. Uh, she's already planning to. She's <laughs> already not. like, what's the marker on this? Marking uh, it, making my notes. No, so I've been a bartender for a long time. And so one of my things is Andrea. You're not just a bartender now, though. You, right. Your job is way more. But I've been a bartender. Yeah. By trade, I would say right. that I'm, if, any, if I had a trade, I would say I was best at being a bartender. Sure. And then a husband. Oh. oh just kidding. Gross. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to start making a cocktail kind of themed towards my stories every week. And trying to find cocktails that Andrea would rather drink than Franzia Pinot Grige. Because it's kind of an easier thing if we both just drink it. But It's going to be really hard. Yeah, it is. Probably. Yeah, it is. Okay, that was dirty. Hey. I don't think so. I think I think I got gotcha. you. And plus, cool. I'm going to put so much effort into it, you're going to feel bad if you tell me you don't like it. So, And maybe we'll get real snazzy with it and like film them on the, and add them to the blog and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Could yeah, you could... Uh... I can, you make it, I'll review it, and then we'll give them the recipe for yeah. whatever it is you made. So, uh, I guess with that, you um, want to get into it? Was there something else? I feel like there was something else that we were going to talk Oh, we, we finished uh, Haunting on Hill House. Oh, fuck. And I'm sure most of you guys, if you listen to this podcast, like the creepy stuff like that, and there's all the animals. And they're off. It was so good. Damn, it was fucking good. It was man. so good. It was scary as shit at some points, though. There it was, was scary, scary, very scary. Points. Spook, spooky. But it's good. Yeah. And then we're now we're and we're watching Making a Murderer. Yeah. Season two. Yeah. You okay. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. We've been watching that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know. And hoping the they're gonna get out. The you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess we'll also really quick. I mean, since we've already been at this for 45 minutes now, uh, (laughs) if you haven't listened to this podcast, this is kind of a, we have a lighthearted approach. I tell Andrea a story she's never heard. Andrew tells me a story I've never heard. Um, and the topics tend to vary. Uh, mostly they stay a little bit grim on Andrea's side. True crime, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I do a little conspiracy, little, uh, little, this little, that type thing. Yeah. But yeah, if you've never been here before, then okay, hi, and welcome. And hi. Hello. <laughs> I've gone first a lot of times recently. That's because so. I like to drink through yours so I can get a nice buzz for my story. I love it. Thanks, babe. Not that I need a buzz sure, for yours. Sure. <laughs> so, do you want me to go first this time? Well, after everything you just said, I feel like that's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that mine are grim. Yes, Grim. I'm going to go ahead and put out a full warning right now. This one is heavy. Oh, no. And it is fucked up. So it's savage. Yes. Very. A lot of so, death. A lot of death. A lot of fucked up no, things. No death? Definitely death. Okay. I don't even, I'm not even going to fucking try. I think the mo- like the last time I did a murder was the Greyhound bus, right? Well, other than, no, I know my whole last one was murder, but it was... It wasn't lighthearted, but I didn't go into details. Just like Halloween. There were no decapitations or limbs cut off. So I think that actually there was, there was a decapitation last time. Oh yeah. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's fucked up. So, all right. And this one, it might be a little bit long. I don't really know. So I am back to 
Well, not back to. I guess I never left. But she's going back to death. This is a murder. That's a murder. And just, just hang on. I. It's just. It's. I'm hanging Fucking on. insane. Which is crazy because, well, what I just dawned on me is that the Greyhound bus murder was uh-huh. in Canada. This is also in Canada. Man. Aren't they supposed to be nice in They're Canada? They're supposed to be. I just found out they were richer than America today. I heard that. Really? Today. Yeah. Also, right. y'all have free health care. I get what. Well, I mean, it makes it easier if there's a mess. Okay. You know. I'm going to tell you the story uh-huh. about Luca Magnata. Luca. And it is a wild ride. Okay? I'm ready. I'm ready. I I'm have a in. lot of notes. I listened to two different podcasts talking about it. One was Sword and Scale. What up? They have a two-part episode about it, which was just like, it, I knew the story back from an earlier episode on My Favorite Murder, I think, and My Favorite Murder covered it very lightly yeah. and didn't give all of the crazy details. And so then when I was listening to this, I was like, wait, I know this story, but Sword and Scale went in and holy shit. So here we go. Okay. Yeah. That was a lot of buildup. This better be fucking crazy. Oh, it is. It is. So I might be kind of all over the place a little bit here, but I think we're, we'll, we'll get, we'll get through it. Luca Magnata was born Eric Clinton Kirk Newman on July 24th, 1982. That's, that's a man with a lot of names. He changed his name to Luca Rocco Magnata. Okay. Uh, he sounds a, very Italian. He is a Canadian murderer. Okay, so Magnata was born on July 24th, 1982, as I said, to Anna Yorkin and Donald Newman. And he was one of three children. All good so far. According to him... His mother was obsessed with cleanliness and would routinely lock their children out of the house, like, I guess, so she could clean and shit, and once put their pet rabbits out in the cold to freeze to death. And she was diagnosed with schizophrenia in 1994. Now here so we, we have go. a schizophrenic mother. Yep. His dad divorced his mom, and Magnata moved in with his grandmother, Phyllis, and his grandmother and younger brother, Conrad, gave him a lot of shit and would often call him a faggot and stuff because he was really like effeminate and had a lot of effeminate, effeminate, effeminate tendencies. Damn. And then in 2003, so I'm not really giving you much about his childhood. Right. I don't really so know. he's 21 at this point. And then he started, yeah, yeah. He start so, so he moved, he started to remove himself from his family, you know, distance himself. He moved away and he started to appear in pornographic videos. Hey. And he was working as a stripper and a male escort. Damn. So, so he was, I mean, he's working two jobs. He's working hard. I mean, maybe even three. You got your pornos, your stripping, yeah. and your male He's a fucking entrepreneur. I'm with escort it. Escort I'm. Lo- I mean, hey, man, get after it. <laughs> he appeared as a pinup model in a 2005 issue of Toronto's Fab magazine. So to summarize, this guy was literally obsessed with his looks. Okay. Obsessed with being perfect. Okay. And obsessed with wanting to be famous. So he automatically obviously started out in the easiest way to be quote unquote famous porn. Mm -hmm. Being in porn. He did straight and gay porn. Both. Should have paid, isn't it? And then he started to, you know, try to audition for these reality shows. Because of course, you know, when people want to be famous, that's your go-to. And so he auditioned for a show called Cover Guy. It was on an LGBTQ, like, channel. Uh-huh. I guess that was, like, they were way more advanced uh, or way further ahead in Certainly accepting not. people in Canada than they Canada. were here. Why'd you say Russia, you dingus? He's from Russia. Oh! 
<laughs> I was like, it's, you're not even allowed to be gay no, in no, Russia no. right moved, now. No, he he moved to Canada or his family. I don't know. He's he's in Canada. Okay, but he's originally from Russia. Yeah, Russia. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he grew up there. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't look into like his childhood because there's yeah. literally so much else to tell. So he he auditioned for this thing, and they were seeking like the ultimate underwear model. Okay, so he goes in and tries to audition for this. So he's standing in front of this panel of people being interviewed, being and asked questions. He's probably questions. in like a fucking speedo. He was. He, I don't know. He had, I guess, pants on, but nothing uh, up top. And he literally said, "A lot of people tell me I'm really devastatingly good looking." devastatingly good looking really devastatingly good looking that's the kind of person and i just i just kick in the head i listened to, I, heard, I listened to the whole interview or the whole yeah inter, or audition I guess. yeah yeah and he's just trying to say everything that they want to hear like well like you know because each judge would be like well i think maybe he's too skinny and you know he was like no i can get big really fast i can get big i can do that like i can and he's got like this he's really deep voice. And they were like, well, you have a, you know, much deeper voice than you would expect. And he was like, yeah, you know, practice makes perfect. Like he'd be practicing to make his voice deeper. Like as in like that was somehow more attractive or something. I don't know. And he was like, yeah, I, I was really fat and I lost a lot of weight. And that's why, you know, I'm a lot skinnier now, but I can bulk up. And one of the interviewers was like, but like, can you do that in like two weeks? And he's like, oh yeah, you know, I can set my mind to anything. I can do this. I'm a, you know, I strive. I blah, 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 blah. I hate him. Loves himself. Then I don't hate him, but I mean, I would punch him in the arm. So then he also auditioned to be on this like plastic surgery show. Oh, fuck. Uh, he apparently had, had already had multiple plastic surgeries and, but you wouldn't tell from looking at him, but I personally, I'll show you a picture in a minute. I find him very unattractive yeah so we'll, like, we'll make sure we put some on the website that's what's so crazy to me that he's just like oh i'm so uh, devastatingly, devastatingly handsome and i'm like oh no you're not <laughs> so he apparently was having like hair loss issues in like the back of his head so he was getting like, hair implant like the implants in his hair yeah and he was talking about how you know in this interview for this plastic surgery show they were like well you know what else would you want to be have done like are you addicted to plastic surgery and he's like yeah you know i think i do because he's just obsessed with the way that he looks and being perfect and he started plastic surgery like really young the interview is really weird again he's just kind of like talking himself up and talking about how like he wants to maybe get pec implants and like muscle in his stomach ab implants and stuff to like make it look like you have muscles and i'm like bro you just told somebody else that you could like bulk up in two weeks and you're now you're talking about going to get it was just wild, whatever. He really was just trying to do anything and everything to get famous and right. be, you know, on a reality show and just get his name out there, which has a lot to do with what's coming. What's coming? What was he obviously he didn't get on either of those shows because he's creepy. And then he was interviewed on this other. It was like called Canadian Psycho. It was the Naked News interview. Uh huh. I don't really know. I I heard a little bit about what he talked about there, but it was basically. Again, just talking about his sexuality and, like, being um, an escort and just being really open about, you know, what he does, even though it's not something that people would really accept, maybe. And, you know, he was just like, I am bisexual. Like, a lot of people just think it's a cover and they think I'm gay, but I like men and women. And he did date this one woman for a really long time and until she broke it off. Uh, So, yes, he's just a fame-seeking whore. Essentially. If we can. If you will. Sex worker. 
Well, no, he wouldn't have. He actually did not consider himself a sex worker. He was like, I didn't stand on the side of the street. I'm very classy. I'm a, a an escort. Okay. And he said there was it wasn't always sexual in nature. So have you will with that. Oh, wait, you want to see a picture of him? Yeah, sure, sure. That's him. Oh, what? He looks like he looks like that kid with the eyebrows with the big nose. What? Oh fuck. Um He's the kid with the eyebrows. That's what they call him. Do a Google search for the kid with the eyebrows. I don't know what you're talking he about. He looks like the kid from Toy Story, but Sid. the real life version. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy, yeah, oh. he looks like him. Ooh, yeah. What's his name? Couldn't tell you. I was calling him the kid with the eyebrows. I know just what you're now. talking about. We'll I have to figure that out because yeah. you're right. It looks, He's like not attractive at all to no, me. I still want to kinda of punch him. What he it it You're definitely gonna want to punch him. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to punch him. Yeah, you will. Just in the arm, though. Just be like, come on, man. Okay, so he's got this these um, unconventional, I guess, job. Sure. And is trying to get famous, trying to do all this fucking shit. And he also has some criminal activity that sure. is not the murder. Hey, what are you doing after you? What are you doing? What are you doing later? I gotta go strip. What are you doing after that? I don't know. You want to rob a bank? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay. No. So in. 2005, he was convicted of one count of impersonation and three counts of fraud Ooh. against Sears Canada, The Brick, and 2001 Audio Video. Uh, he, was, he impersonated a woman to apply for a credit card and purchase over $10,000 worth of goods. Damn. He pleaded guilty and received a nine-month conditional sentence with 12 months of probation. That's not really bad. I mean, he stole ten grand worth of shit. Like, and that's when he legally changed his name to Luca Rocco Magnata on August twelfth, two thousand six. Luca. He also then declared bankruptcy March two thousand seven. Owing... So he would have been like twenty five to twenty five years old or something. He was twenty. He was born in eighty. Wait, he was. I don't no. know. I'm not good at that. I don't know. I'm not good at that math. He uh. So he was. He owed seventeen thousand dollars in debts. And the bankruptcy was fully discharged in December 2007. Which also, like, who files bankruptcy on $17,000? That's, like, yeah, not dangus. much. And you're young. You're fucking up your whole shit, your credit, and everything for not even $20,000. credit. I'm pretty sure that, oh, if I remember right, the woman that he imper- that he impersonated to, uh-huh. to get all these credit credit cards and shit, like, had the mental capacity of, like, a 12-year-old. Oh, uh, you shithead. And he, yeah, so he... You know, manipulated her to be able to. That's how he got her identity. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. So he's clearly a narcissistic piece of work, dude. Yeah. He created a ton of profiles on a bunch of different internet, like social medias, and discussion forums over many years to plant and spread like a bunch of claims and shit about himself, like just trying to like put out stuff about him to get himself some notoriety. Yeah. Okay. So one of the rumors that he put out it was in 2007 that he claimed he was in a relationship with Carla Homoka. She was a, a high-profile Canadian convicted murderer. And he had denied in an interview with the Toronto Sun that he put this rumor out. But right. he, 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 he put it out himself. Like, he made up the rumor. So with these claims that he put out himself, yeah. right, that he denied, he actually went to the police and said that these claims were false in that it was all planted as part of a campaign of cyber stalking against him. Oh, so he's claiming he got bullied. Yeah. And it's like cyber stalking. I didn't do that when he literally fucking put out the shit himself. We know that? Yes. He actually had set up 
70 Facebook pages and 20 websites under different names about himself. Jesus. Or, you know, something or in some form or fashion about him to get like, when this guy's got all these pages about him, this guy's got all, you know, to he's just trying to create this false fucking This buzz, yeah. yeah. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, Magnata posted on the white supremacist website. So what a Supremacist. So what a mist? You ding dong. Oh my God. Why did I say it like that? He was a white supremacist. <laughs> the white supremacist. Come on. <laughs> the white. We shouldn't laugh. These guys are literally the fucking worst. He posted on the white supremacists. White supremacists? White supremacists. There is it is. It? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not one, so I can't even say Good, it. That proves it. Yep. Uh, he posted on the white supremacist website Stormfront under two different usernames and had followed the Twitter account of white nationalist Don Black. Uh, in one of his alleged Stormfront comments, he denounced Chinese people, which will also come into play. That sounds a little bit like a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now that we know a little bit about this fucker. He's got right? some shit going on in his head, and now he's starting to fuck with some white nationalists. Well, that doesn't... Supremacists. That, he's not really... He's not like... That's not a big factor. I was just saying that because the one time or whatever that is documented is against Chinese okay. people. So if he ever spoke out, he spoke out against Chinese people. Yes. With that being said, our yes. victim, Lin Jun. Okay. Think he's Asian? I don't know. He's Chinese. Oh, all right. Lin Jun was born December 30th, 1978. Okay. Also known as Justin Lin. He was an international student from Wuhan and an undergraduate in the engineering and computer science faculty at Concordia University. I knew some of those words. <laughs> no, he so worked. it sounds like he has his shit together. It sounds like he's getting it, he's getting it on. He moved from China. He came... To Canada, he went to Canada, was like his dream place to come to start a life and, well, not a life, to start, you know, a career. His career, yeah. Schooling and all that. That's what he really wanted to do. He worked part-time as a convenience store clerk in Point St. Charles and was studying in Montreal since July 2011. Okay. Uh, he moved into a Griffin town, which I think sounds so much like Gryffindor. Griffin town? He moved into a Griffin town area apartment with a roommate on May 1st. And he was last seen on May 24th, 2012. And his friends reported getting a text message from his phone around 9 p.m. And that was it. No more from him. And his boss became suspicious that he didn't show up for his shift the next day. And three of his friends went to his, his apartment on May 27th. And he was reported missing to police on May 29th. Okay, so that's like five days later. On May 25th. An 11-minute video titled One Lunatic, One Ice Pick was uploaded to bestgore.com. What? <sighs> this is real? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Now I'm not even mad about all that buildup. Let's get it. I'm I'm into it. So One Lunatic, One Ice Pick is a video... Is a video... <laughs> oh, God. That's filmed in a dimly lit room and a naked male is... Seen tied to a frame of bed while his captor stabs him in the abdomen with an ice pick. Whoa, that's the stuff of fucking nightmares right there. Luca Magnata. I wonder who did it. Has tied up this man and records a... I've actually heard that it's a 10-minute video. 
but this another site says 11 whatever minute video of him what's in the extra minute man murdering our man lynn june damn that's fucked up oh it's so bad so he's stabbing him in the abdomen with an ice pick an ice pick of all things yeah yeah to be said and the victim is then seen with his throat slashed as Magnata proceeds to slowly slice various parts of his body with a knife. Ah, so fuck. So trigger warning, this is going to get pretty graphic. Did you say trigger warning? Yeah. Okay. If people are triggered by... Yeah, don't get I, It's like a hipster thing. Everybody's triggered. <laughs> That's just what you call triggered. stressed out now, okay? <laughs> yeah, right? Gotta, gotta, you know... Save you gotta embrace time. the times. I get it. So later in the video... Lynn June, the victim, is decapitated. Mm. I knew there was going to be a decapitation. And there's always a decapitation. Yeah, but our last guy who decapitated was Asian. Now this guy, the person who's getting decapitated is Asian. So sad. So the captor uses his kitchen knife to cut into the muscles and dismember one limb after another. Oh, what the fuck? He's filming it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Live on, and it's... It's not live. But he uploaded it. Yes. Jesus. Fuck. What a piece of shit. The murderer... This is so fucked up. He plays with the severed limbs. And at one point, he takes a severed hand or arm and starts to grope himself. Oh, I saw that shit coming. With the hand. Which then apparently, you know, aroused him. Because then he flips him over and begins to sexually have sex with his butt he raped him like well he's post, dead well but, still yeah. rape he couldn't yeah. consent actually he... i think i heard somewhere the other day i read somewhere like if you have sex with a corpse it's not rape because they're already dead it's only rape if you're alive so it's necrophilia it's yeah it's like um either way de- def- defiling either way that's pretty high it's defiling a corpse yeah Jesus Christ. Uh, so, nope, nope, nope. nope oh, we're not nope, done. Nope, nope, We're not nope, done. Nope, okay, nope, good. Nope. Great. So, then he used a... What the fuck? I'm telling you guys, if you don't like gore, don't skip ahead. Well, they've already stopped it at this point, I think. Oh, well, it gets worse. So, then he used a knife and a fork. And what do you do with it? sliced pieces of our victim, of the, quote, fatty flesh from his butt. What? After he had sex with him? Uh-huh. And eats it? Raw, too. Then brings, Why am I surprised he would eat meat so raw bad. at this point? What and the fuck? And then brings in his dog. <clears throat> and the dog starts to, to eat on his body as well. No, this is terrible. It's so fucked up. It's so fucking he then, savage. Mm-hmm, uh, takes a bottleneck and begins to assault, I will say, our victim in the mm-hmm. rear we get it with the bottle a bottle because mm-hmm. why not you know he's not already done enough and he's filmed all of this yep he accomplished all of that in 11 minutes yeah right that poor and then human. he what takes the, the severed hand there's more and lays on the bed painsless and masturbates with it what the actual fuck yeah. I, this is the worst shit I've... Like, this is terrible. I told you it was fucked up. Yeah, but that's... This is, like, off the charts. Human 
like depravity like out of the fuck i've never heard like this is insane what the fuck yeah it's and i'm it's it's so fucking heavy it gets worse how so i didn't obviously i did not i did not google this video i did not try to find it because i would never want to fucking watch that i bet it's i bet like if you if you watch that video you should have to go to you should go to jail. Like you, that should be a crime to watch that. Well, video. we're gonna get into that. Oh my goodness. You oh well also before he did this, you know, he was very much on social media. Yeah. And he was posting like all these he was sharing all these other videos of these other guys that was it was called like three guys one hammer. And it's these guys just using a hammer to horribly murder somebody on camera just the same way what so he was like posting like sharing these videos because then like look at this shit that's some dark web shit and something else i forgot to mention i meant to go into this beforehand before he did this video he also did two other videos um one was called one boy two kittens where he put two kittens into a bag and use a vacuum to suck all the air out until they strangled to death. What the fuck? And the other video is called Python Christmas, where he gives uh, a python even... a kitten to devour. And he uploaded both of these. And nobody knew it was him because he wasn't... He was doing it anonymously. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't in the video. What a fucking asshole. So, okay, so those videos with the cats, he had posted to YouTube. And... That was in 2010. In January 2011, a private Facebook group identified him as the person in the videos. And animal rights activist groups offered a $5,000 reward for, you know, bringing him to justice. Because sure. the fuck, you know. In February 2011, Toronto police began investigating him in connection with the videos after receiving a complaint from the Ontario Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. And the OSPCA was contacted... The Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelties at Animals in England, the FBI, and police in Montreal due to his extensive travels. Good, motherfucker. Oh, good. Now they're now watching your ass. Yeah. Now close enough. So also, apparently, so moving back. Oh, I might also, get, apparently. So I might get back into the animal shit later, but that was just some other shit that he had posted before. Before he murdered murder someone, yeah. Video. Apparently also, apparently, apparently also. also, materials promoting the video, the one where he murders this guy, appeared online 10 days before the murder. So it was almost like he was like fucking promoting it before he even did it. How? I mean, I don't know. I didn't see that one. But he was obviously influenced by that the other video of like the three guys in a hammer. For sure, and yeah. And just at this point probably is like, well, how can I get famous? By Let's any means necessary. This. Oh my god. What the fuck? Okay. It gets worse. How? Because at 11 a.m. on May 29th, 2012, a package containing a left foot was delivered to the national headquarters of the Conservative Party of Canada. The package was stained with blood, had a bad smell, and was marked with a red heart symbol. Another package containing a left hand was intercepted at a Canada Post facility addressed to the Liberal Party. A janitor discovered a decomposing 
torso inside of a suitcase left in a garbage pile in the alley behind an apartment building in the Snowden area of Montreal. He apparently first saw the suitcase on May 25th, but didn't pick it up because of the large amount of garbage he had that day. So he was just like, oh, I'll get that fucking later. So to backtrack a little, as I said, he uploaded this video. Right. To, uh, I think it was like gore.com or whatever. So there's like all of these reaction videos of people watching. Right. Weren't you going to, weren't you going to? Yeah. Oh, fuck. No. Yeah. What I wanted you to hear was. Oh, yeah, because like I said, I didn't watch the video. Right. And I never would. I would never search for it. I'm never going to fucking watch that. But the podcast that I listened to, Sword and Scale, that did a two-part episode on it, played audio. And I want you to hear the song that was playing during him doing this, during this video. Uh. No, I'll just do like a little clip of it. Because it's so not... Well, that's an ad. We're not he was getting all state insurance while he was killing no, that okay. guy? Wait. Sponsor us. Let's do it. How do you feel about that? I feel weird. I thought it was going to be much creepier right? than that. Right? No. It's fucking hype and excited and fun. Which, like, disturbed me so fucking yeah. much. Yeah. No, that's fucked up. Okay. So after the murder, mm-hmm. he straight pieces out. Right? So he sends Good all idea. these body parts. Not only did he send them to... Like, parliament and shit? Like, He also the sent government? them to elementary schools. You fucker. So he cut up this man after savagely murdering him with a fucking ice pick and sends out his body parts to. First of all, this poor man. Yeah. Good guy. Poor guy. I hope this dude gets justice. <sighs> that sounds like a spoiler. Well, yes and no. So he pieces out. So he's not at his apartment anymore. And his neighbors start to complain of like a foul smell. Weird. So the police are called. And at 11.33 p.m., police searched apartment 28 of the building, which he was renting and had just moved in four months prior. His rent was paid up until June 1st, and this is May, so, you know. The apartment had been mostly emptied before he left, so he obviously was, doesn't seem like he was planning on coming back. Blood was found on different items, including the mattress, the refrigerator, the table, and the bathtub. And there was a message left that said... If you don't like the reflection, don't look in the mirror. I don't care. It was written in red ink on the inside of a closet. What the fuck? Right. So on May 30th, 2012, it was confirmed that the body parts that had all been sent out belonged to Lynn June, the suspect, and was quickly identified as, and, and Magnata was obviously identified as like probably the murderer. Like what the fuck? It's his place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on June 5th, 2012, a package containing a right foot was delivered to St. George's School and another package containing a right hand to False Creek Elementary School in Vancouver. Both schools opened as normal the following morning, and it was confirmed both packages were sent from Montreal. Fuck. Like, this is an elaborate thing. It's insane. Thing. 
This is the most, I mean, arguably the most elaborate murder I've ever heard. On June 13th, the four limbs and the torso were matched to Lynn using DNA samples from his family. And on July 1st, his head was recovered at the edge of a small lake in Montreal's July 1st? Park. Yeah. So that's like, it's like, oh, well, I mean, it's a month later. Yeah, it happened in May. Yeah, end of May. Yeah. It's gonna be May. And Sorry, July 1st, time. his head was finally found at a uh, small lake in Montreal's uh, Angrigunon Park. They found his head in a park? After an anonymous tip. Anonymous. Yeah. So Man, this dude's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Not only <laughs> did he record it and upload it, but there are so many people who watched this video, I don't know, maybe not even knowing if it was real or not. Right, right. And there are still, like when I was looking up stuff I about this, there was, there's so many reaction videos that you can still watch. It was like that that two girls, one cup, you yeah. know, that everybody, and so then people were doing it with this, not realizing what the fuck they were about that to That it's see. real. Yeah. Oh my God. And there were like reaction videos of kids probably as young as nine doing watching this shit that's fucked so fucked so an arrest warrant is put out for him he's accused of first degree murder committing an indignity to a dead body publishing obscene material mailing obscene indecent immoral or scrilious all of those are exactly (laughs) material that's the only way you say and criminally harassing canadian prime minister stephen harper and several unnamed members of parliament okay that's a fat, fat allegation. I mean, he's that's life. That's life. That's murder in the U.S. I don't know if they do that. And I don't know about you. Yeah. So after the murder, he booked a ticket for a flight from Montreal to Paris on May 25th using a passport with his own name. After his arrival to France, his cell phone signal was traced to a hotel in Bagnolet, B-A-G-N-O-L-E-T. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, just Bagnolet. say it like you got something stuck in your nose. Bagnolet. That's it. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> but he had left by the time the police had arrived. Pornographic magazines and an air sickness bag were found in the hotel room. And people who were, like, on the flights with him, obviously, after the fact, knowing, were saying that he was, like, visibly upset and, like, seen crying in the back of the plane and, you know, looked like he was going to puke and shit like that. So... Good, you piece of shit. I hope he was so... I hope he felt so guilty. He used a false passport with the name... Kirk Trammell at the hotel that he he got to. He goes there and stays with people that he had previously known and met. And then goes and stays with another guy that he'd already knew and met. Which both deny any sexual activity happening. But said that they did spend time with him. And one guy stayed with him for one night. Another guy he stayed with for like a couple nights. Right? On June 4th, 2012, Magnata was apprehended by Berlin police. Yeah. Get this though. Where do you think he was apprehended? He was apprehended at an internet cafe. So he walks into this internet cafe. Why am I saying internet weird? Internet. 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 That's the odd internet. He was, yeah. He went to an internet cafe. Internet. <laughs> and the guy at the cash register, like, recognized his face. I was like, I, why do I know this guy? Well, he looks over the counter at what he's fucking looking up. He's fucking looking up all the articles about himself and about how he's on the run yes, and how they're looking for him and who he is. And that's when he's like, 
oh, it's the fucking guy because he's fucking looking himself up. What a piece of shit. And calls police. Yes, you dumb fuck. Good. He's here. That's so good. And when they get there, he was like, oh, yeah, you caught me. He just like, oh, got me. Oh, you got me. Yep. So just, there you go, you caught me. Bit anticlimactic, but all right. Hmm? Is that it? No. Oh, I was about to say, fuck. But I mean, it's just so like, you got how much of a narcissist can you be when you get caught by looking up your own crime? You're looking yourself. You're looking yourself up. Better go to the internet cafe so I can jerk off my ego for a few hours. Damn, but I mean, look at the level of fucking. At least he didn't pull it off the dude's severed hand. Like, they like saved. Oh, he just saved. No, he didn't. No, I don't. That would have been (laughs) awful. Hold on, I'm going to jerk off with my skeleton hand. (sighs) Edit that out. Oh, God. Jesus. Well, okay, so he was apprehended. Yeah. But also, the police ended up charging bestgore.com owner, Mark Marek, with corrupting public morals. Which is apparently not used very much, but he was charged for posting the for letting the video being be up be published be uploaded on January twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. He changed his plea to guilty and was sentenced to a six month conditional sentence after a joint submission from the Crown and Defense. Sure. Yeah, he yeah, had to serve half of the six month sentence under house arrest. But something else that was crazy is that after the video was uploaded. A lawyer who was, I guess, searching these videos for evidence for something else saw his video and called the police and was like, this is, this has got to be real. Like, this is real. And they dismissed him and were like, no, this, that's not real. What the fuck? On April 12th, 2013, Magnata was indicted on charges of first degree murder, uh, offering indignities to a human body, distributing, distributing. Distributing obscene materials, using the postal service to distribute obscene materials, and criminal harassment. I didn't know that you get you can distribute obscene materials and also get charged for using the postal service to distribute. Oh, he probably got the fucking book thrown at him. But don't forget we're in Canada. Remember what happened to our guy? I remember our guy. Uh, what was his name? That he was guy. His name was Guy. <laughs> Fiera. Guy Fiera. No. Flavor Town, Morty. So Magnata elected to be tried by judge and jury and pleaded, literally actually pleaded to not guilty. (laughs) Admitting to the acts of which he was accused, but claiming diminished responsibility due to mental disorders. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, arguably, you got to be a little bit fucked up to do some shit like that. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. 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 But he filmed it. And then... Knew he filmed it and then rewatched it by pu- uploading it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, eh. his trial lasted 10 weeks. During the trial, defense attorney argued that he was in a psychotic state at the time of the crimes and couldn't be held responsible for his actions. The Crown prosecutor argued that the murder of Junlin was organized and premeditated and that Magnata was purposefully, mindfully ultra organized and ultimately responsible for his actions. I would agree. And Magnata chose not to testify during the trial. Oh, because you got to choose? Which lasted 10 weeks. Yeah. Well, you can choose not to. Mm-hmm. It was a 12-week trial, but 10 weeks of hearing testimony. It was a jury of eight women and four men that found on December 15, 2014, 
on their eighth day of deliberation that they came back with the guilty on all charges verdict. Yeah! Yes. Get his ass. He's got to serve a mandatory life sentence and uh-huh. he'll be eligible for parole in 25 years. That's fucked which up. Which is fucked up. He should not be eligible for parole ever. Ever. He was also sentenced to 19 years for other charges to be served concurrently, which means fucking nothing. It means you just do them at the same time, Which right? means nothing. Yeah, it's yes. nothing. Not so sure. stupid. He then filed an appeal for his convictions to be annulled and get a new trial. The appeal claimed that, quote, verdicts are unreasonable and unsupportive by the evidence and the instructions. And then he withdrew his appeal on February 18th, 2015. So he appealed and then withdrew his, withdrew his appeal. Yeah, because he fucking filmed a guy. He filmed murdering a guy. So what? How, is that where are we at? That's So that's like the basic that's basis the bulk. of it, right? And so you think, cool, this guy is a fucking asshole, piece of shit, who did a really fucked up thing. Sure. Put it out there on the web he did. for people to fucking view that probably have like fucking PTSD now from watching this shit. But also, don't go to whatever super best gore, whatever gore. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's still out there. You know what I mean? Like cuz once it's out, you I know. Can't, you I know did I mean? not try to find it. I was like literally even like the shit I was googling, I was like, I'm going to if the FBI is going to come at me. Yeah. You know? Got to be careful about that browser history, y'all. Got to be very careful about that browser history, man. So I found an article that had come out in like 2015 that sort of gave like a update what he's doing in prison, how it's working, whatever. Sure. So apparently prison in Canada, Canada is just like the bee's knees. Which is really annoying for this particular person. Because he said that he has smoothies, sun tanning, pizza parties, music, movies, fitness, and facials. Right? That just sounds so nice, right? This All this is based off of some letters. He writes a friend outside of jail, prison, sure, whatever. Sure, sure. He says, our doors are open 90% of the time. So for me, I feel like I'm in a university. What? He's just on fucking campus. Just like... That's how he feels. What the fuck, bro? Uh, And his most recent... This is like... So this is from like 2015, I think. But still. I mean, still. Like, you know it's probably the same. Yeah. Whatever. He had said... He'd written a letter to his friend and said he works seven days in the prison kitchen and then relaxes with art, music, sports, and reading. He said, quote, I just bought Celine Dion's album and a lot of others. I have a stereo and a portable for when I suntan outside. That could be embellishments, though. Well, yes, but also look at this picture. That's him inside of the prison. Do you see that? Yeah. They're allowed to wear, federal inmates are allowed to wear whatever clothes they want. Quote, provided they're approved by the institutional head. So that's like this picture that I'm showing you right now. I'm showing him a picture of. This fucking yeah. asshole and, and this other reg- asshole. And it clothes. looks like they're just hanging out on somebody's front porch. Yeah. In regular clothes. Literally, in that picture, he's wearing a Versace shirt. He also says that he's learning French and outlines many of his other fucking, like, educational opportunities that he's getting while he's in there. But he doesn't show any remorse for killing that poor man. He describes himself as mostly enjoying a blissful summer camp-like experience behind bars at the something institution. I don't even know. Art. A-R-C-H-A-M-B-A-U-L-T. Archimbolt? Archibald? Archibald. Archibald. 
he recently, at this time, transferred from a medium security prison to a maximum security, which he apparently said he loves because it's bigger and there's more amenities. What? It's like he's at a fucking luxurious fucking resort. That's a bummer, yeah. But again, that could be a lot of his embellishments. You know, you can't take this guy at his word. He ended like one of his letters with this upbeat farewell message saying, love forever your delicious little cupcake, XOXOXOXO. What the fuck, bro? He's so gross. What the fuck, bro? He said that the food is really, really good and they serve a lot and the Italian is the best and he loves the ice cream. Why the fuck is he getting Italian food or ice cream or yeah. chocolate yeah. by any means. Yeah. You shouldn't be giving him anything that's going to give him some nice endorphins. I would just say this could also be like a... Sure, but it says he bragged that there's a convenience store that is open every day and sells everything you can imagine. He also says that... I bet it don't sell booze. <laughs> Probably not. They just make that in the toilet. Yeah, true. Probably a really nice toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a bidet. <laughs> he said he indulges with his friends having pizza party nights. But says he works it off through dancing and running. Correctional Service of Canada actually said pizza is served in the kitchen occasionally. Though no takeout from the outside is allowed. No fucking shit. Shouldn't be able to. Takeout taxi is not supposed to be coming to your fucking cell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fucking incredible. So just to kind of wrap it up. He had sent another letter to a friend that said, I'm really enjoying playing hockey and tennis and have lost a lot of weight. I'm looking forward to next month when the volleyball nets outside will be put up. I've always been an amazing player. Still such an ego fucking Yeah, thing. fucking jackass. We have a nice gym here too for exercising. It's really important to getting the results I want. I spent two hours playing sports, one hour exercising, and at night I go outside for a walk in the garden. The lilacs are my favorite. Piece of shit. What are you... F- you're not allowed to smell flowers. You're not allowed to play tennis. You're not allowed to be. Yeah, I would no. be inclined. I mean, with, it, with a crime that heinous, you shouldn't have a state of mind. That's fucked. Lastly, That's so fucked. March 20th of that year, which I think it was 2015, he wrote, Hi, Sugar Plum. Yay, Friday is finally here. I'm so excited to be finishing school. I'm not sure what I want to take post-secondary. There's so many options. I l- I'll let you know when I've made my final decision. Like, he's not miserable. Yeah. He's fine. Or he's that's having, or that's a reflection, or a, you know, he's just co- he's covering that it's maybe not that glam. He's he seems like he's always I wanted doubt to it. paint a picture. I don't know. When we look at the other story that I did, sure, about the Greyhound bus guy, he didn't even he didn't even have to go to. You remember he used to when he was in prison, he he got to get out, go visit people, yeah. go da 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 da. So I, you know, it's so fuck. I wish he would have gone to prison in Ru- fucking Russia. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? No, it's fucking That is the story. That is the story of Luca Ignata. The fucking piece of shit. Motherfucker. Piece of shit. That was one of your best stories yet, babe. Great job. Isn't that crazy? That's a great job. But yeah, there was a... That's fucked for him and his people. Like, every... Like... There was an uh, uh, interview. That guy doesn't deserve to get famous based off of yeah what a piece of shit right and i'm not that's not that's not what i'm trying to do i'm not trying to give light to this guy it's just it's so fucked up it blows my mind that most people probably don't even know about it yeah and this poor guy lynn june his mom gave an interview at the end of one of the podcasts that i listened to and 
you know, she was just so heartbroken. And they were really back and forth of whether or not they were, his body was cremated, obviously, because the fuck, he's in pieces. Yeah. And they didn't know if they were going to take him back to China. Or uh, keep him in Canada. Or keep him in Canada, because they were like, that's really where he wanted to be. He loved to be there. But there's apparently like a saying in China that's it's something like, when a leaf falls, you go back to where it came from. And so she was kind of like, I feel like maybe we need to take him back. And his, she was getting a lot of flack from her family about leaving him there. But I think ultimately they cremated him and did bury him in Canada, as far as I know. Oh, those poor people. And honestly, just just to wrap this up really mm-hmm. quickly, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that and guy. And he's not attractive. We'll post a picture. You ugly, bro. Yeah, we'll, and also, we'll... people, don't go looking for that video. It's not going to do you any good to watch that fucked up shit. Oh, no. I can't imagine. I can't imagine trying no. to watch that video. No. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. That's nothing so, futz. Now that I've fully depressed everybody. So now I was Are you t- ready for a story? Yeah, funny story. I was going to tell a fun one this evening. I was going to tell a, a lighthearted, easy story. Uh, Are you for real? No, that was a joke. Oh, fuck. That was just, I just hadn't re- reached the point. What if you just yet. did a whole nother, like, well, I was also doing a murder. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm tell you Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you Tan's fucked up stories from the dark web, bro. Yeah, so that was fucked up. That was honestly one of the most remarkable stories of murder There's I've ever probably heard. Probably a Fucking lot more fucked. stuff that I don't even know. I tried. Yeah. I tried really because I listened to multiple podcasts. I read a lot of articles. It's fucking tragic. So honestly. I was really just trying to give you the. Full it's thing. just you think about how fucked up. A thing can be, and then you add the internet to it. Yeah. So That's, it starts uh, out fucked up that he that he murdered yeah. him, but then it's he also recorded it, but then it's he uploaded it, but then he dismembered him and sent it to fucking people of fucking parliament and elementary schools. No. And the thing is, is that he wanted to be made famous, and then here we are talking about Disgusting. him. You know what I mean? Well, I yeah. know, and that's what I was saying. Like, I'm not no, trying him. to like fuck him. Shed light it's not to honor his legacy. For him, it's forget just his like, name. It's more about the Lin victim. June is the fucking guy you know, we'd be focusing on. Yeah, his death. Yeah, it's tragic and just ugh. You know, I think that we like to take a lighthearted stance to things, but honestly, I think we're both pretty humanists in our approach to... Yeah, I mean, I know we're like a comedy podcast and we might make some jokes in the middle of stuff, but obviously it's not much funny. Respe- I it's mean, not only a- love and respect. Yeah, and- we are only comedians with each other. It's not about the yeah. story. It's never really about the story. It normally isn't, actually. And, and but, that's- but with this in mind, like this content was heavy and I know we probably made light on a few things, but honestly fucking savage and tragic and the, i think the whole the whole thing is just literally it's just yeah. a dark tragedy really to me like the the thing about it is how mind-blowing it is that that it ju- it's just one thing after stranger another. than fiction yeah it's like wait what and more importantly let's forget the dude's name yeah fuck and, that guy and let's remember lin june yeah lin june forever man lin june forever poor guy yeah You want to tell me a story? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, real quick. I want to be like a total nerd. And since mine was so heavy, I'm going to give you like a, like two or three just jokes. Okay, hit me. I okay. got a jo- I got a couple of I'm jokes in my head. I'm going to try to transition yeah, out of this it. dark. Fuck it. This is our podcast. I don't give a fuck. Tell me a joke. Why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Why do birds fly to warmer climates in the winter? Uh-huh. These are like full dad jokes out of them. 
So they're play on words then, almost well, in a way. It's much easier than walking. Hey, <laughs> jokes are so fun. They show the like the true like wit of humanity. You know what I mean? What it's creature funny. is smarter than a talking parrot? What creature is smarter than a talking parrot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a spelling bee. Hey, <laughs> see, come on, That's, you gotta be okay, so, you, can't, get, you, you gotta know it. You can't. Nobody you, gets. Nobody figures. I'm gonna that give out. you one more. Come on. Why did the banana go to the hospital? I mean, he slipped. He, he was got... peeling really bad. Oh. <laughs> okay. I got a dad joke for you. Are you ready? Oh, wait. No, oh, wait. I no. Got... You got no, more. She's, she's, really... The hits No, I was going to stop, but this one's good. What, right, what do you call fake noodle? Canoodle. An impasta. <laughs> ah! Why did I say canoodle? That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. <sighs> oh, God. Why are these so funny? All right, are you ready? To Why do- did one plate was what? What did one plate whisper to the other? <laughs> what? Dinner is on me. <laughs> Dinner's- That's so sad. That's so fucked up. <laughs> well, they're not eating me. the plate. Okay. I'm oh, now are you story. ready? Well, I was just trying to. I just talked about like yeah, all of the most fucked up shit that could happen in multiple stories in one story. So okay. What are we? Oh, you do you even have any notes? You don't I'm gonna, even have I'm any gonna notes? tap into the notes, but I want to talk to you candidly for a second here. Are you familiar with no the rapper Bob? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bob. Yeah. Bob. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a play off of Outkast's bomb, "Bombs Over Baghdad." And sure. His Bobby. 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 Bobby Ray. I forgot what B.O.B. means. Okay, so in the beginning, this is one of the this is one of the stories I wanted to tell at the beginning of the podcast because we're we, still kind of at the beginning of the podcast. We really are, yeah. yeah. This is episode eleven. 11. Officially, well, holy not, shit. Actually, it's like, it's like fifteen. Yeah, but, but yeah. Full episodes. Full episodes. This is our eleventh full episode. Our, we'll figure our time shit out, guys. We don't we don't know what the fuck's I'm so happening. So burpy today. You've been burpy. Yeah. What's going? Cool? It's the exercise. We've been exercising. We've been it's grinding. Bubbling up my insides. Anyway, hold on. Sorry. Go. We're talking about a podcast here. B-Y-O-B. Bring, Bring your, your own, own bombs over Baghdad. Yes. Oh, wait. B-Y-B. B-O-B. B-O-B. Bob. B-O-B. B-O-B. No, we're getting, we're getting sidetracked here, okay? Bob. This is one of the... Po- because the first podcast I think I talked about was about the reptilians, right? Oh, it was. And then after that, I talked about the hollow earth. Yes, it was. Where there were uh, Germans living down there, reptilians, cavemen, crazy things. uh, That that that's where Hitler went and all this. So, I was gonna. This was gonna. This was gonna be the natural progression of what I was gonna do next. But I didn't didn't want to do too many Earth centric stories. So don't they all happen on Earth? Not all of them. I'm just kidding. All mine do. Today, we are going to be talking about. The flat Earth conspiracy. Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Are you familiar? Are you familiar with this at all? Are you familiar with the flat Earth conspiracy or the flat Earth bullshit belief? Yeah. So it's so funny because when I'm like, I'm gonna talk about the da 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 da. You're like, okay. You never know. 
Yeah. Because you don't do yeah. true crime like I do. But then you were into something and I'm like, great. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So. I just threw my head so far back I'm in. I'm surprised oh, that goodness. your head was able to come back yeah, up. I saw I found a bug on her ceiling. Get. I see it too. Okay, ready? Well. Let's find I'm out. I'm here. So. Uh, the idea of a spherical Earth has been around for ages. Goes back to this. Yes, because we're round. Because humans are smart. Uh They say, you know, no one of us is as smart as all of us, right? the The human collective is very intelligent in this, and a lot of cultures for a long time had perceived the world as round. Perceived. Perceived the world. You said perceived. Perceived the world. Had. (laughs) perceived the world so a lot of cultures for a long time had have for a very long time perceived that the the world is round however we're going to talk about this guy named samuel Rowbotham, who was alive from 1816 to 1885 uh and under the pseudonym parallax okay so this guy wrote in in the 1800s released a document under the under the under the writing name Parallax, like a what is that called? Not a scapegoat, go a go a, a, a uh, what's it called? Uh, what are you talking about? Go, like a passy ghostwriter. Yeah, no, it's right? a pseudonym. Yeah, so it would be a pseudonym. It's like a name, like like a ghostwriter. No, a ghostwriter would be somebody wrote it for you. Oh, oh, like if I wrote your well, if I wrote your name? biography, I would be your ghostwriter. Oh, yeah, Drake Drake the rapper does that. Yeah, he's got a lot of ghostwriters. Still puts out bangers. Still puts out absolute bangers. Absolutely. He's, he's still a goat. Oh, update um, on Post Malone. His girlfriend numped him. Another curse. Just an update. Come on, Posty. Poor buddy. Okay. So, Bye. essentially, this dude named Samuel Raubotham produced this pamphlet called Zetetic Astronomy in 1849... And he argued that there, that our Earth was flat, and published results of a lot of different experiments that kind of tested that water should have a curvature at a certain point on the horizon, and it didn't. Like when you look out on the horizon, it just keeps going. No, he said. No, I'm saying that's why he's saying. Well, wait. He like, also if related it was round, to like, it would have, but when you look out into the ocean, it just keeps going and going right. and going. And That's so, because it goes so fucking far, you can't see the curvature. Right. Okay. So if you'll if you'll allow me to elaborate, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> he also talks about how the Nile River is a very long river, and the gravity of it isn't being pulled down in a way that would that it would be impacted by the Earth's rotation. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Before I lose you. Okay. Oh no! I'm here. I'm ready. I'm in this. So he also wrote another book called The Inconsistency of Modern Astronomy and Its Opposition to the Scripture. So there's a very biblical side to this, but I'm not going to get into that because I'm going to do I'm going to do easily three episodes on Flat Earth. This is just like the oh intro. God. Yeah. Not. Oh, God. This is good news. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's up? OK, so this is the guy that kind of laid the groundwork for it because he disputes that the earth is round he says that the earth is flat so he's he's coming around in the 1800s so if it's flat it's just really 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 long right 
I would say that this is one of the things I was going to dive into later. Okay. But one of the flat earth theories is that the earth is infinite. And we are inside a dome. Oh, God. That represents the heavenly vault. So we cannot escape this because we're on the like trans like the transportation to yeah there's so much to this wasn't this um a wasn't this a oh my god who wrote it What's, stephen king wasn't this the a dome stephen king? no no no, no. <laughs> this is like dome? okay so hold on my initial intention is i'm gonna tell you a few stories about what flat earthers believe but i want to give sure. a little context no, to I'm, where I'm it listening. comes from in I the modern day to justify right it. i'm listening so our guy our other, we had a we had a we, there's two Sam there's two Samuels in this story right there's Samuel Robotham, who wrote this thesis and theory that the Earth was flat, and there's a lot to that, that wasn't supposed to rhyme. And then our guy Samuel Shenton, mm-hmm. who who founded the Flat Earth Society, wow, which is what is kind of bolstering all of the Flat Earth philosophy rhetoric at this point in time all the members give like so much money a week yeah so that he could literally be the next l ron hubbard in the 18th century no so this dude the other samuel samuel shenton Shenton. is from dover england and he would petition to youth clubs religious groups uh political groups uh and even during the space race in the 1960s he was frequently seen on television and on newspapers, like, uh, talking about his flat earth philosophies. No, I know, but I meant the guy who made the society. I feel like he's, like, the L. Ron Hubbard of the 18th century. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, we have all these steps to get to heaven. Oh, we're a flat earth. They did not have the same success, I would say. It's a very similar idea, but I don't think they had the same success. Okay. So, now I'm going to tell you a few things that flat earthers believe. And where they get their sort of motivations. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, right? This is going to be so much easier to hear than my shit. So, yeah, no, this is much more. There's only there's only. 15. I'm glad I went first. Yeah, there's only 15. We're bringing you guys down. There's only 15 decapitations. So when we're talking about flat earth, we're talking about instead of a big ass ball in space, we're sitting like a disc in space. Right. Right? Oh, I get it. So that throws a lot of different shit into play, but but mainly what we're talking about is that the United Nations has emulated their symbol to symbolize the flat earth because it's a great sinister plot against the truth. So the flat earthers posit that the United Nations symbol is a flat planet. But how would they make it not flat? It's a circle. Like, I'm not talking about the earth. I'm talking about, like, the symbol. Right. How are you so gonna that's make- what the symbol looks like. So they're saying that that's the whole world. Right? Well, that, and that, that could easily be there. And they're saying that they instead of that, that being 3D. an aerial... Well, I think you're focusing on the wrong things. They think that the UN symbol is... I see. They're making it intentionally look flat when instead of making it a right. somewhat looking 3D object. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And so that's one of the claims that the flat earthers have, (laughs) and they call themselves the flattists. Okay. (laughs) That's a good one. The flattists. Yeah. Uh, We're the flattest. We're the flattest. So another one of their more, like, kind of just ridiculous theories is... So I'm assuming you don't 
believe that the earth is I, I've, I've, I've often prefaced that I like to reveal You're right, that at, at the, the end. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the next thing I want to say is that the Flat Earthers believe that the Antarctic is in fact an, a stone wall that encompasses the entire planet. Is this Game of Thrones? <laughs> in a way, right? So, they say that Flat Earthers, they suggest that this part of the world is actually an ice wall that encompasses the whole of the world as we could understand it. And they've taken the, so we've taken the globe and we've flattened it so that the poles are Antarctica and they're, they're encompassing the planet here. Okay. And it also conveniently explains the the reason that we don't actually, as we're coming up to the edge of the world, slide off so it says that the ice wall theory is that it actually moves us into like a rotation like a circumvention because when okay so they think we're flat but we're, we still rotate they think we rotate laterally but wouldn't that like mean this, that like, like a fucking frisbee through space at like okay 32 foot a second and that there's dark energy, which is the, this energy that perpetuates the universe, that moves the sun and the moon. Because there's no such thing as gravity to flat earthers. That's another thing. There's no gravity. But that's going to be a thing we're going to get into. There's so much to get into. Have they heard of NASA? Yeah, no. They, and NASA is one of their biggest opponents, believe it or not. Weird! So to the, to the and flat the earthers, on the, the, other flat earthers the wall. there's no gravity. There's no rotation of the earth like that. So... There's been no moon landing. There's been no satellites. There's been nothing. But, none of that exi- none of that exists to a flat earther. There is no what? satellites that perpetuates information. There is no moon landing. The sun the, the sun is only 9000 miles away instead of 9.3 million miles away. Oh yeah, that's why we and don't burn up. It's only the size of San Diego. It's a very small. Oh, you mean San Diego. Which uh, from German translates to a whale's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie from back in the day. You uh, pooped in the refrigerator and you no. ate the whole whale of cheese? I'm not mad. I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that fucking accent. I got to get back to that one. But no, so I'm, I'm going off the rails here because a lot of those were supposed to be big reveals that I was going to explain, but conversationally there's a lot of things well you know i'm gonna have questions yeah i think that with mine you can't ask questions when i'm like telling you a murder it's like yeah here it is today the reason that i decided to do this podcast because i was torn between this we one decided and to do one. this podcast as opposed to a different I have 17 podcast other po- i'm very busy I mean, with this podcasts. is our only podcast this is our only podcast oh <laughs> I have cheating another, on me are you i have another award-winning podcast i don't know i went cheating on me are ya? i went totally <laughs> irish when i said that irish pirate target lady cheating on me aria <laughs> aria that's not the Irish. <laughs> okay listen things are changing we're falling Jesus. off the rails here what is happening okay cat in my lap cat in the lap <laughs> <laughs> this will go down in history as one of the strangest episodes i think so yeah they they say that the sun is nine thousand or no three thousand miles that's away that's not possible well it's also not possible that the earth is a flat disc that's spinning laterally. Oh, okay. Well, now I know where you forward. stand. Forward. Well, no, but the, it, oh, the shit. but the moon is the sun is moving forward. The planet. Sorry, everything sense. except what I meant to say came out of my mouth. The planet is a flat frisbee. 
that's so being propelled does, through space. So if that's the case, yeah. how do we have different time zones? Like, how is it like dark in one area? That's a thing that I'm actually going to touch on another time because okay. there's a whole thing that. Well, then don't touch the, on it now. Well, no, there's, don't even there's so many things to talk dip about. Dip your tit in. I've, we haven't said dip a tit in a few dip episodes. Dip your tit. We've got to say it six more times. Obligatory. Uh, I think I have a few more things I want to talk about about Flat Earth, but I got a little bit derailed. Where's my notebook? Right here. Hold on. Let me see if I covered everything. I don't think we got anywhere. I feel like all you told me was that there's some crazy people who think there's. Yeah, flat. well, I think that we just we just went through a heavy story, and I kind of think that this would be a good buffer for. A long one that I think I can do with the flat earth theory. Well, okay. So why? Like why? 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 Why, why? is there? Why are there flat earth? Why do they think? Why? So it, it because the theory at a, at a certain point existed. There was. There Who came were, up with the theory? So the most recent guy that posted, that wrote, <clears throat> posted, that Post Malone about it <clears throat> in the 1800s. He was That's Samuel, the most recent? Most, no. That or was the first. In, I mean, it goes back thousands right. of years. Well, yeah, I'm sure thousands, it goes back before the 18th century. You know, like Aristotle was our guy that kind of got the, the conversation started in the modern conceptualization in regards to that the earth was round. <coughs> okay. Where were we? we I think we were kind of just free talking about it. Essentially... There is this. There are these two Samuels, right? There is this guy named Samuel. We are talking about that. Yeah, Robotham, and then <clears throat> Samuel Shenton. Samuel Samuel Shouten. Mm-hmm. Samuel Shenton is the guy that established the Flat Earth Society, which is kind of what bolsters all of the hype for the Flat Earth movement right now. So there's still Flat Earthers. Flat Earthers. Flatter, what are they called? Yeah. Flatterters? Flattest. Flatterds? Flattests. <laughs> what, th- today? Yeah. I- in 2018, they're yes. still... F- yeah, I was on their website just a few... I wanted, I wanted <coughs> they have a I website? Pl- yeah, of course they do. Oh yeah. my gosh. Flatters.com. Flat Earthers. Oh, uh, well, it's the... Dot org. The Flat Earth Society dot org. Yeah. But is it dot org? It's the Flat Earth... Yeah. I thought you had to be like... Legit? Well, they are they are a school of thought. You know what I mean? Like, I bet it's like Scientology.org. So I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's vibrating in the same way. I think it really is. No, like no, these... I know. I'm just. But like, so what's on the website? So yeah, I'll walk you through the website. So it's. There it... are people with all of the science. We have Bill Nye. Like we literally have Bill Nye. Yeah. And there's still people who think that there's flat. It's a flat. We're for a flat sure. Earth. For sure. There's the kind of general outline it talks about the conspiracy which is that the government is hiding the fact <laughs> because nasa faked the moon landing because there's no moon that's what they think or the moon isn't what we think it is there's so yeah. the moon landing was fake so ever since the moon landing the government and the governments of the world have been lying to the earth to hide the fact <laughs> that the earth is in fact flat so that's so one flat, of the flatliners, flat flatters, flattery, flattery. Flatliners would be way cooler. What are they called? Flattists. They probably don't believe in aliens, then. No, man. I don't know. Do I they don't believe know. in I'm, other planets. Uh, I can't speak to that. I haven't, I haven't. I haven't dove that far in there yet. I don't know. I don't actually oh know. Oh my god. But no. So a few more <laughs> things that 
So is there a flip side to this flat earth? Is it like, well, no. No. It can only be on one side because they don't believe in gravity. Right. So. Whatever falls, falls to them. And what. So can you just walk off the earth? No, because the the ice wall that is Antarctica. Oh, right. Right, because Jon Snow. Jon Snow. Is protecting us at King's Landing. That's just what George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin's a flat earther, actually. Uh, I don't know the whole. It's all in one. Pack. We can't do more than like one bar of that, or we're gonna owe them royalties. Yeah. So we gotta be careful. Like, but no, so that's kind of like just that. like a general, just a quick little look at uh, the flat Earth because there's a lot to talk about, a lot to dive into. But I thought I would just kind of say a few little just wild the flat things. line of yeah, information. The flat. Line. I mean, because flat there's line. even there's even a theory that 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 flat Earth is sitting on something. What? That's also moving forward in the universe. And there's a thought that we're like a McDouble, a McTurtle. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll get into it. it. There's also the whole thing that the Earth is infinitely flat forever, and we're trapped inside a small area of it. Okay. And there's there's so there's there's other stuff to talk about, but. But I just thought we would kind of just brush the surface of it because I think it's one of those that brush the surface because that's of all the there is. flat Earth. There's even Ta-da! they even did this like weird stuff. little like picture of a basketball to prove that even the basketball was flat. So they have arguments for like everything, and so the general theory. So then what is what is if if round stuff's flat? What's flat stuff? <laughs> oh, he just died. The FBI just busted into our house. <laughs> no, so that's just that's just kind. Of, I just want to kind of give like a little basic primer on it, and then I think I'll elaborate and do more things on it later because. Uh, but there are people today who believe in this. There are millions of people. Millions. I would argue millions of people that are that 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 vibe what with this fuck? that can see something about this making sense. Yeah. These are the same people who like. It's those. It's those people. You don't even have to say it. We all know who we're talking about. It's those people. Ah, Tina. <laughs> Sorry, that was a weird Bob's Burgers reference. Tina. Tina. Wow. Yeah. What so, an episode. I guess. <laughs> we're back. Hey. We've been, we've been back. Yeah. No, I think that was good. Um, your story was so traumatic. I'm sorry. I. I. That's why I said. Like trigger warning, aka if you're not a millennial or we, I guess we are millennial. If you're not a hipster, baby, ain't baby kid. Uh, I think that if you just don't understand what trigger means, it means does it fuck you up a little bit? Well, yeah, but you were in the beginning. You were like trigger warning. I was just warning. busting your balls because just it's just becoming such a part of our natural right, it's vernacular. Like, that hey, it's I'm gonna like, tell you some fucked up shit. Yeah, but I mean, mine was just such a crazy fucking story. It was heavy. that yeah. is. And I, like I said, I, I don't want, I'm not trying to highlight the murderer because he's a, yeah, fuck I'm, him. I'm only I don't even remember his name. I don't want to tell his name everybody anymore. how much of a fucking piece of shit he is. And I'm going to think about my boy, Lin Jun. Highlight this poor guy. Yeah. He's the, that's the thing that you have to immortalize when I think that things like this happen is you really have to take into perspective. The story might be wild, but who's the, but yeah, yeah. If the story's not getting told, then the victim isn't getting acknowledged. And, and that's, that's you've the real You've got to tell the story hero. to I'm acknowledge not the victim, really. But yeah, and, that's, I think so. And at the end of the day, we pray for that family. And 
and even now today with the whole dark web shit that yeah mur- you can literally go online and watch somebody be murdered that f- is fucking insane to me i think that that's like what what we see on the internet and what we see like everywhere is kind of a reflection of the scope of human potential and so you see the dark web, you see this, you see that, you see this dark shit that people... Because that's what humans are capable of. Well, that's the and scary it, that's thing. that's where it pops up, like in those seedy places, and it's just... Well, uh, that's the scary thing, is that like you can watch a video like that, and where we are in today's society, you don't know if it's real or, yeah. or fake. Yeah. And the fact that something like that that's real... Yeah. Couldn't be put out there just like these people who are buying these dark web boxes. Yeah, stop boxes. fucking doing that, man. So fucking stupid. All of y'all are going to go to jail in five years because y'all are going to be too scared to take that shit. I mean, what are y'all doing? Don't, what are you, don't get and those boxes. And it sucks for like, I understand the whole YouTubers doing reaction videos. But the fact that like the people, reaction videos to that video yeah. are still up are really. That's troubling. I troubling think. to me. Yeah. yeah. So that was real. And you may not have known it was real at the time, or if you did, whatever. Who, why do you want to watch that? I mean, I got like a series of images kind of in my head when you were talking about it. And can you find them actually, but actually watching it? No, they seem animated. It's an 11 minute video of just savage carnage. And not even that, him literally violating his body. Yeah. Ugh. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to. We no, we it. just no. want to acknowledge that, like, the victims. We are a comedy podcast, make, we do, but we, yeah, yeah. when we, when, when we're talking about stuff like this, we're not making light of it. It's not funny. Well, also, you know, I think that just as a side, that we want to tell stories, and we want to, we want to. Most of this is just Andrew and I interacting with each other. Yeah. So, like. Some of the stuff that it, it's 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 candid, but at the same time, at the end of it, like the the most important thing I, that I hope people take away is that we uh, we're adamant that the victims and the bad shit and the weird shit is like not the butt of the joke, you know. I almost wish I could give the assailants in my particular stories, like I wish I could give them like a false name, but you certainly could. But I just feel like that just still takes away from the victim because people need to know who the person was that did this, you know? And I don't know. We're just trying to come together and talk about hard things. And, and I think that that's the end of our PSA about, uh, I don't know why we went on that rant. (laughs) Let's cut that whole little shit out. But, uh, we, I think that's another one wrapped. Yo, yo, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. First of all, second of all, please if you can go give us a review on itunes give us some star ratings only five though just five of them don't if you do six you'll make everyone else a little jealous so don't do that and you don't have to you don't have to write anything but if you do what fucking what's up makes so much better we're gonna fucking it turn the day around for us man we love that shit we're gonna start um shouting out to our amazing listeners who are giving us reviews on itunes or or anywhere it means so much to us to get reviews and it helps us a lot we're really trying to work toward a goal of you know maybe being able to make a patreon or trying to make this bigger and better as quickly and as best as we can i just want to read i just want more people to listen yeah that's where i'm at with it tell your friends tell them um tell your mom tell your mom tell 
your dad. Hey, Mom, I found a new podcast. It's kind of weird. You should listen to it. It's called Drink. She... We know things the podcast. Yeah. That's how you Maybe say it. Maybe only tell your mom if you're like an adult. If you're like 12, don't listen to this and don't <laughs> Hey, tell mom, mom, get on the fucking iTunes. Listen to my Drinking on No Things podcast over here. Don't be a douche. Tell okay, you, thank know. you. When's the meatloaf ready? Ma! Ma, the, the me- meatloaf! The podcast! <laughs> Turn the podcast on! This got weird. Oh. Also, what else? Uh, Follow us on social media. Social, the fucking media. We're man. on Instagram. Talk to Facebook. Em. Boom! Twitter. Boom, boom! Tumblr. Tumblr. What else we on? We're on the Stitcher. That's, We're on the Stitcher. That's how you can listen. That's how you can listen as Stitcher, well as... Stitcher, iTunes, Google, Google Play. Play. What's up? Three platforms for that ass. But I mean iTunes. iTunes our website. De- iTunes is definitely the best place to review our podcast. Review us on iTunes. Yeah. Listen to us on whatever the fuck you want. Also our website, wedrinkandweknowthings.com. Mm-hmm. And that's got everything that we've ever done on there. There's also a little... There's a whole new page that we're that we're doing called Other Stuff which is where we're going to put other projects and stuff that are coming in time. If you're intrigued about like when we say like this picture or that picture, definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook because we try to post pictures of what we talk about sure. when we post the episode. And we've gotten a lot better about the blog post too. Check those yeah, shits out. Yeah, we're trying to yeah. get better. And email us. Motherfucking email us, bro. At what is our email? We drink and we know things podcast, podcast at, at gmail. Gangstermail.com. Okay. No, yeah. let's say it for real. Okay. We, we drink, drink and we know, know things, things podcast at, at gangstermail.com. Oh my God. We drink and we know things podcast at gmail.com. Right. If there's a topic you want us to talk about. And the G is for gangster. Tell them, Tom to <laughs> shut up in the email. <laughs> There's topics you want to talk about. If a topic you want to talk about, topic topically tied to us. If there's a topic you want us to talk about, that's kind of hard to know. I hope a lot of this ends up in the episode. Or, um, I don't know. You've got your own. Just fucking holler at us, you bitches. Like, let's, let's link up. Talk to that us. That was a little bit derogatory. Take it out. <laughs> if there's a topic you want us to talk about i've already said like seven times if there's As a if you have your, if you have your own story yeah yeah i don't know your own personal story you want us to read or you want yeah. to come and be a guest well we probably won't let you in our house because you're a stranger but we'll talk to you on the our phone. dogs will freak out the whole fucking time but they yeah. already freak out the whole time they finally we'll talk to you on the yeah, phone anyway we're still talking wow let's stop doing that guys if this episode I mean, at this point, it's long. I this is the three-hour episode. If you've so, hung on this long, thank you very much. I'm sorry if this is long. Yeah, no, but also... But I'm also not sorry. <laughs> Same, I think we're just into the Okay, can we end this? Clinkies. Clinkies. Goodbye. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. It's not over. We're back. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey guys. This will just take a moment. We just want to start to introduce you to some other amazing podcasts that talk about really similar topics that we talk about and some stuff that we think maybe you might be into. Yeah, there are also podcasts that we listen to like every day because all we do is listen to podcasts these days. Like the minute they drop. 
We we that's what you should do too when you see an episode drop. It's called subscribe. Subscribe to that shit. All these podcasts are worth the time though, honestly. So I think this is gonna be the first one we're gonna do. We're just gonna tell you about some other freaking cool people. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I think the first podcast that we're going to shout out to is Folklore on the Rocks. Folklore on the Rocks. They got kind of a similar vibe. They do a little bit of drinking. They are booze-fueled. 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 Did I say it wrong? (laughs) I think I said it wrong. They are booze-fueled. Yeah. As much just like we are. Yeah, it's a a really fun podcast. Uh, I've listened to the first two uh, the first one, and then and they both kind of dive into Japanese folklore, which is really awesome. They do a great job. In the first episode? In the first two episodes, actually. The first oh, episode, yeah. they kind of elaborate on what are called like the yokai, and they're like mm. supernatural beings in Japan. There's a lots of different types and things like this. And then in the second episode, they tell a few stories from a collection of Japanese folklore. But that's not all. They talk about lesser known monsters, cryptids, creatures, and just basically general folklore. Yeah. From around the world. Yeah, and they do a great job. And they just want you to pour a drink up and join them just like we want you guys to. Bang a rang. So go listen to Folklore on the Rocks. Yeah, here, uh, here's a here's a quick promo. Do it. Bang. Hi there, I'm Logan. And I'm Lindsay. And we host the new podcast, Folklore on the Rocks, where we talk about folklore and lesser known creatures, cryptids, and monsters from around the world. When we say lesser known, we mainly mean that we won't be covering creatures like Bigfoot or Nessie or Chupacabra just because they're discussed so often and the world just has so many other awesome options to draw from. Every two weeks, we'll be diving deep into the legends and culture that surround a specific creature and getting a bit tipsy as we do so. But don't worry, we do our research sober. (laughs) On the weeks in between, we'll be narrating and discussing folktales. So some will be historical folklore from the regions that our creatures are from. And some will be more like modern folklore, like no sleeps and creepypastas. You can find out more about us on our website, FolkloreOnTheRocks.com, on Facebook and Instagram at FolkloreOnTheRocks, and Twitter at at FolkloreRocks. So come on, grab a drink, join us, and let's dig deep together. 